Welcome to episode number 103 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media and presented to you by our good friends over at SeatGeek. And taking a seat today, we would like to welcome him back for the first time as a member of the Cubs organization, Stephen Brault. Hey, nice hat. I didn't even notice that at first. Just wanted to make you feel welcome. You're always on top of it, man. I appreciate that about you. I try. I try. Um, so congratulations. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's uh, it's been a blast here. Obviously, it's not exactly the, the start that I wanted over here. I can't wait to go over that story. But um, but like the organization, the guys here, um, the women that are part of the organization. I mean, it's been it's been fantastic. I've, I've loved getting to meet everybody. Um, now the team is gone. So there's a few guys back here doing rehab as well as I, but other than that, I've, I've really enjoyed it here. It's, 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 you know, breath of fresh air, different. Uh, it, what was interesting, and this is, I guess I'll start with this, is that I came over to this organization figuring that they would sign people that I had played with before. I have literally never played a single inning with anybody in the Cubs spring training. Not a single person. The closest I had was Michael Givens, who I played. uh, Baltimore. Technically, I was on a spring training team with for about a week in 2014. Other than that, not a single inning, not a single person. It's crazy. That is unreal. Uh, we are, uh, by the way, recording this on opening day. Yeah. And so I'm actually keeping an eye on my Cleveland Guardians as we're doing this. As my the, Cubbies uh, already won. Solid first game, 5-4, beat Corbin Burns I, and Brewers. Great luck. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we, so you did you watch as much as you could? I know you, you were kind of busy today. Yeah, well, I actually had a like a checkup MRI today. Um, oh. I, haven't, I haven't gotten the results. I'm sure it'll be good. I feel good, which is nice. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I watched as much of it as I could other than that time when I was in the little tube. Uh, but the rest of it, yeah, I watched the whole game. I watched, right, I, so of course. When we, we've got a lot to cover here, because when we yeah. saw you in Arizona, you were uh, maybe the first, maybe the second player to drop by our John Boy Media compound in Phoenix, which is great. Yeah. Uh, you were like, yeah, we got a few things cooking. And then we had heard about you and uh the cubs possibly and then you were like well kind of hold on things aren't great what happened health wise yeah um first of all we we are a good looking uh duo you and i that's yeah that's... not quite as good looking as you and lydia but okay oh, well yeah she's she's pretty attractive i'm not gonna lie i really shot over my skis on that one um okay yeah all? so fun story if if you're into that sort of thing uh, trust that's like a trust what would you call that a trust hold i guess not a trust sure. fall yeah. um but anyway okay so what happened was i talked to the cubs i talked to a few other teams too but i i got to a point where i was very happy with the deal that i was signing with the cubs and it was a major league deal um and i was really excited about it and um you know, you go, I went to the facility the day, like to take physicals and you do just a bunch of normal stuff at the field. Um, and then you, and then I played catch with David Robertson, who's, who closed today on opening day for the Cubs. Um, and cause he was signing to at the same time. And then I went, we played catch and there's just a little bit of, you know, a little tightness, but nothing like 
bad, you know, just like a figure, okay, a little inflammation, of course, right now, like, but whatever. And so the next morning I go to get my MRIs for the physical, like to join the team. And, um, and it had tightened up a little bit more. Like I, I woke up the next morning and I was tighter in my arms, tricep area kind of place. And uh, yeah, I ended up over the next two days, it was like a, a full day before I got a, a reading from the Cubs. Um, and then like another half a day till I officially got there. Like it's, it's bad. So it's, it's like a grade two tricep strain, you know, and just came out of nowhere. And they go grade two tricep strain happened in at most the last five days. And um, so they're like, sorry, we can't, you know, we can't do a major league deal because, you know, you're not going to be able to play for a while. So, but, you know, credit to the Cubs, they were awesome. They, um, they said, we'll give you basically the same deal, but put you on the minor league side of it, you know, cause it was a split contract. Um, we'll put you on the minor league side of it. And then, you know, we got an opt out for mid July, but then, um, then they, you know, they were really cool about it. The only problem was that somehow it leaked before everything happened. So somebody put out a tweet saying that I was going to sign a major league deal with the Cubs. Not um, us. No, not you guys. No, it was a reporter. I don't even know who it was. Um, but so I started getting like all these text messages and I'm just sitting there like, that's not what's happening. And I, so I don't know what to say. I don't know what to respond to people. Like, do I tell all of these people like, Hey, and explain the whole situation in a text or, you know, so a lot of people, I, I kind of feel bad. I didn't respond to everybody because I just didn't know what to say. Um, but then there was, you know, a few days there of pity party for me and Lydia till we called it. But you know, the truth was, it was like, it was, it was like a four day, five day process that, you know, everything I wanted, silver platter right here, here you go. You get to go play with the Cubs, big league deal. You know, it's going to be really exciting, really fun. And then sure enough, just snatched it right away, snatched it away from me so quick. Um, so it was a bummer, but, but, you know, for the last, however many weeks now, three and a half weeks, whatever, um, been going through rehab stuff. I'm unfortunately very accustomed to doing this at this point. Um, but this is, this is, this is the last one. And then we move forward. It would, the career, I always said that 30 line, I hope is the, the mid divider line, not like the, you know, near the end it helps. And I'm a left-handed pitcher. So you kind of get more opportunities as you get older than necessarily other guys do. Um, so yeah, I'm going to just kind of look, I got a half season here. I got to get ready and, uh, and I'm going to, and then I'll, I'll be good, but it's, it's a shame you can't rehab in Bradenton. I could have sent you back to the uh, October fest or yeah. whatever that. You yeah, know, it's funny about that. We've, we've talked, Lindy and I have talked about that a lot because it's like, uh, you know, we're, we're at home and my, the field is 10 minutes away. And I mean, it's, it couldn't be a better situation for no. this. Good. So um, yeah, no, it's, it's, you know, me, you know, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. It was really tough. I was very upset for a few days. Um, I have really good friends and really good family. And Lydia has been awesome to help me get through everything, but you know, there was, there was, it was tough, but you know, you just kind of, whatever you take what life right. gives you and you move on, you know? Yeah. So what is the goal right now? Is it to be back by mid season? Is that what we're looking at realistically? 
Yeah, it'll be before. I mean, I'll I'll be back fully ready before midseason. Um, but you know, it's a minor league deal, so I'm gonna go to Iowa and probably have to perform there a little bit to show that I'm health, like actually healthy and like ready to go and everything. And then, um, yeah, I mean, whenever it is, that's I don't know. I, I guess I I got nothing else because I don't really know how it works in this situation either. So all I'm gonna do is get healthy and throw baseballs good. Can I ask a, and you can decline to, to answer if you'd like, but I think right. most of us, including me, who's been around the game for three decades, I don't know, like they don't pay you as a major leaguer, right? Correct. So I'm on like, basically, um, so a lot of guys, when you like in my kind of situation, not like there's the big stars that sign the big guaranteed money contracts. Right. Nobody hears about those, but 95% of major league baseball players who get past or are in arbitration, get past rookie contract, end up being in a situation that is kind of like mine, which is if I had, um, I still have an option, which I mean, we're not going to go into options because options is just the most confusing thing. No. But basically, because I had the option, I signed like a split deal, right? So I have a major league salary and a minor league salary, right? Um, and it's once you sign that, once you sign a minor league contract with a, you know, invite to spring training that has a major league side as well. So I have, I make a certain amount of money on my minor league contract, which is obviously much less than I would make on the big league contract. And basically you just make the money for whatever team you're on. So like if I'm in the minor leagues, I make the minor league money that day. Next day I get moved to the big leagues. Then that next day I make major league money. So it's just, I mean, that's basically it. Let's get that major league money. Um, when you were rehabbing, I mean, did you get to know the guys that are up with the Cubs right now? Instantly, you know, it's, it's tough because, you know, I was, I'm not out doing shagging batting practice. I'm not out doing PFPs. I'm not out doing, you know, with the team stretch, I'm, I'm doing physical therapy the whole time. Um, so it's, uh, you, that was kind of one of the big bummers for me is not being able to really have all that that time that's that's when you get to know guys you know you don't get to know guys in the clubhouse you get to know guys when you're out on the mound you know at 10 30 a.m doing pfps and tossing balls over to first while you talk you know um so yeah i haven't really gotten to i think get to know guys all that well but i think with time that'll come and you know i like i said i really like the guys here you know so far that i've i've known them and and i really i mean i'm you got some good players, man. And that, that Suzuki kid is unbelievable. He's big. He's really big. I didn't like expect that. I didn't know he was that big. I, uh, I'm rooting for him. I, yep. I just, I love it when guys come over from other places in particular Japan and just, I mean, Shohei, we've talked about Shohei, but you know, the fact that he got a great ovation in his first at bat, I think he got a walk, got a hit later. But what a thrill this must be for him. And also probably really scary at the same time. Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and it's it's a different brand of baseball, right? That's what they always say. And he did struggle at the beginning of spring training. You know, you know, I think he was just getting used to the velocity over here and everything. Um, but sure enough, I mean, by the end of spring training, he was solid. He was really good. Hit a few homers, really hard hit singles. And then, you know, he's doing stuff like that. The guy can hit. He can hit, he can run, he can throw. He has an absolute cannon from the outfield. Um, I think he's he's a really good sign, and, and I'm, I'm excited to play with him. I, I hope that, you know, as the season goes on, he just 
kind of sprouts into what he can be. It seems like he's got a bit of a personality too. He does. He doesn't speak English like at all. Um, right. But you know, his he's he is really funny. It, it, it's it's always funny when you talk to somebody through a translator, right? So the translator's name, his name is Toy, and he is very small, like a toy. So that's kind of fun. I like that name. But he uh, he is like he he's a funny guy too. But Saya is really funny. So. I'll say something and it'll be, you know, kind of funny. So Toy will kind of giggle and then say it to say it and then he'll giggle. So then I'll giggle and then he'll say something back to Toy and then Toy will giggle again. So there's just so much giggling. It's like that time in between where we're waiting for what the other person said is it's a, it's a fun experience. It's very interesting. Um, but yeah, no, he's, he's really happy to be here. He's really excited. He absolutely tore up the, you know, the Japanese league, the Nippon league for, for a while he was there for seven years i think yeah came up when he was 19 i mean it's pretty impressive stuff i love the giggle story because yeah. you don't there's times where you say something and you know if you're having a, a conversation with somebody who's fluent in english you know within a half second whether it hits or not right. i can't imagine the fear of waiting like seven to 12 seconds to see whether or not it was really funny right and also does what i'm saying kind of translate as a funny thing to to his language you know i don't know good like, you know so it's it, it there's like a little bit of like ooh, you know but but he's 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 great um he we talked for a while when he first got over there actually we talked for like 45 minutes which is probably about a 15 minute 20 minute conversation in uh english to english or japanese right. to japanese but um, but I feel like we, you know, we, we got a lot of base knowledge about each other, which was cool. What'd you find out? Uh, well, I asked him a lot about how, you know, how the draft works in Japan. Uh, so what I found out is that it's kind of like the NBA here where in, but in, you can go from high school, so you can't do that in the NBA, but you have to declare for the draft over in Japan. So if you like get drafted, you go kind of thing it's not like uh you can get drafted and decide to stay like stuff like that but if you go to college you have to go for four years you have to finish college ouch yeah um and what else what else did i get from about that stuff uh i don't know well like what else is he married is he single oh dude i'm 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 so bad if i'm so bad at asking actual important questions to people like i don't even my parents came to visit us Okay. And me and Lydia, and they went, they hung out with us for lunch and then they went and did stuff in Arizona in the evening. All right. So the next day I had lunch with my parents, Lydia is doing something. So afterwards she comes up, she goes, Oh, so what'd your parents do last night? And I was like, Oh, I have no idea. She's like, what do you mean you have no idea? What did you talk about? I was like, I don't know. We, we just talked about other stuff. We just, it, it never came up. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just, so I'm terrible at that. So, um, I couldn't tell you. I may have asked him and not, and I'm, and I don't remember, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm going to have to write a whole list of questions when you do come up to the big league team. For yeah, Saya absolutely. I'll, I'll do an yeah. interview with Saya. That would be unbelievable. You could be our Rose rotation, say a correspondent. Yeah, absolutely. Happy to do so. That would be really good. Did you get a t- chance to welcome Stro to the team? A little bit. I mean, I think he was, it's more him welcoming me to the team. I, mean, I guess you're right. Other way around, uh, my bad. <laughs> but uh, no, he's a nice guy. We, we haven't, you know, talked all that much. He's, he's pretty busy. He, 
he works hard. He does a lot of stuff uh, when he's at the field. He's always moving around. But, you know, I've never seen him pitch in person before this year. <clears throat> and I got to say, the dude's nasty. Nasty. Mm -hmm. And it looks really easy, which is really impressive. Um, I've always known that's one of the things you notice about pitchers, like that some guys just make it look so easy. And like in Strowman's long toss and everything, it all just looks so easy. And the ball just goes, Poof. and it's just like, good for you, man. I'm happy for you. That's nice. And he it's ain't nice big, by the way. No, he's yeah, a little dude. He is. He is actually smaller in person than, than uh, like he looks on TV. He's not a big guy, but he's very yeah. good. But we have a few of those guys. We got Nick Madrigal. He's a small guy, and he's a really good hitter. Um, I mean, our team, we were talking about that. Our team, our big league team is not very tall, you hmm. know. Uh, our But our minor leaguers, oh, my gosh, monsters. Hmm. And mo the monsters are our entire minor league system, I think. Well, let me tell you this. One guy you definitely want on your side is Wilson Contreras. Yeah. Because I think that guy could – kill someone with his hands yeah he's 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 a big man but i've he's one of the guys that i've talked to you know because he was a catcher so like when i would come up to the plate i would say stuff to him i would talk to him a little bit whether you know if i struck him out and he'd be like poppy come on you can't do that to me and then if he hit a homer off me which was most of the time i'd be like dude come on every time every time you got to stop doing that it's not okay <laughs> didn't you hit him too i know you had a you hit Rizzo a couple times, but didn't you hit Contreras? Probably. I throw a lot of fastballs inside, so I mean, yeah, it's gonna good. happen. It's gonna happen sometimes. He's got a big old, you know, elbow thing. So I right. think if if I did hit him, I would assume it was probably right there. He gets hit all the time. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. He doesn't even stand that close to the plate. It's just like I think the scouting report on him. I know the scouting report on him is up and in. Bust you got to go up and in. inside. Yeah. So it's like people go in and not all and not everybody can control that that well you know and so he gets he just gets hit a lot i, I kind of feel bad for the guy sometimes but he wears it well quick reminder that today's episode of the chris rose rotation is presented to you by seat geek and uh it's pretty simple baseball is back baby go out and pack the stadiums go see your favorite players your favorite teams it's just an app away go download it on your phone right now and you can scroll through, you can find out whatever seat you so desire. You want to spend some big dough? They got that. A little less money? They got that as well. And one of the great things is SeatGeek actually rates every ticket from 0 to 10 to make sure you're getting a good deal. So green, good. Red, bad. Once again, green, good. Red, bad. So download the SeatGeek app. It is that simple. Not only is it for baseball use, but we got the NBA playoffs that are starting, the NHL as well. If you're a concert goer, it is a great way to grab tickets. So go out, go enjoy all the things we missed during the pandemic. Thanks to our friends at SeatGeek. Also use the code ROSE for 20 bucks off your first SeatGeek order. So not only do we want you to go to the event, we want you to save big time money on top of it. Who knows if you're out in sunny Southern California anytime in the near future and you buy a ticket on SeatGeek, you could end up sitting next to me. But then again, they'd probably say that's a little red seat if it's next to Rose. I imagine you'll be watching the Cubs every day. Like you can only do rehab so much. We've talked about this. Right. You know, the good news is you're living with your girlfriend, which is great in yeah. your actual place, which is amazing. amazing. So you do have plenty of things to 
do in a thriving metropolis, unlike right. Bradenton. Unlike Bradenton. That. But Phoenix. No, it's seriously, unlike Bradenton. That play, I've been there a long time. I don't need to be there anymore. That's it. Simple as that. I spent too much time in Bradenton. I could give you um, $5 million, but you could only live in Bradenton the rest of your life. Five million, dude. Bradenton. The, the problem is that Bradenton's still expensive because it's still like a you know, I could buy like a trailer out there and I could live happy. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, I could absolutely live happy in Bradenton for five million dollars. I'm a very easy to please guy. I would go to Good Liquid <laughs> Brewing Company and watch German <laughs> traditional music every Thursday night and be uh, happy as a clam. Was it was were they singing as well that time? I forget. Yeah, oh yeah, they were. They they sang a song that you had to like like sing with them. I don't even remember oh. what it was. Did you sing with them? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? Come on. But with your tones, with the way you carry a tune, they probably heard you and they were like, whoa. No, no, no. Because it wasn't, it's it's German traditional music. Okay. You like get through the song, they sing, and then everybody like yells something together. You know what oh. I mean? So it's less of a sing-along and more of a, hey, this is when you yell out. Got it. Oh, my God. Where the hell is Alan? Alan, where the hell is Alan? Who the hell is Alan? Something like that. <laughs> you, miss, you miss Bradenton so much. Look at it. You cannot get it out of your system. Let's be honest, Chris. I, I don't I don't want to ever go back. No. Um, we know that you left Pittsburgh in a very classy way. There's no question. You were very thankful. You sent out a remarkable post. You grew up, you know, as a big leaguer there, all that sort of stuff. Will you be able to turn on a Pirates game if they're not playing the Cubs and watch? I, I already watched. I watched today. <laughs> you did. Yeah. Okay. But here, first of all, I'm a huge baseball fan. Let's talk about yes, this a bunch. Are. I watch a lot of baseball. Okay. So I still have a lot of friends on the pirates. So I want to see how they're doing. So yeah, of course, of course I'll, I'll, I'll turn on a game. I'm not, a, it's, it's not, I'm not a fan of the Pittsburgh pirates anymore. I am a Cubs fan, right. but I still have friends that play for the pirates. And so if they're not playing against us, yeah, of course I want them to succeed. If they're playing against us, I hope they give up 20, you know, it's just, that's, it's that simple. It's very easy to turn off and on when you have a team that you're specifically playing for, you know, but, but you're right. I mean, I, I did. I, I loved my time in Pittsburgh. I, I got to know the city really well. I got to know the people well. I mean, it was a cool mm -hmm. place, but, but also, you know, like, of course I've my entire life. I've wanted to play for the Cubs. It's the Chicago Cubs, man. They play in Wrigley field. Like everybody knows the Cubs. And so that was one of the things that I was really excited about is just kind of that, that feeling. That's, it's one of, it's one of the teams. When you think of baseball, you think of the Dodgers, right. the Yankees and the Cubs, right? I mean, that's. We got to get you up there, man. We, we, I don't know how we do it. We pray. Chris, there's the nothing thing. you can do, but I, I, I promise you, I, I will get it done. I can't do anything. You can't do anything. Maybe you can make another cool Jersey with your name on the back. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, you could always send me a Cubs one because Miggy Rowe sent me that. That's the uh, Miami City Connect. And then Jimmy and Jake made me a John Boy jersey. A John Boy jersey. Jimmy and Jake made me a John Boy jersey. Wow. it's a lot of yeah. J's.
By the way, was um, no, you had met those guys before they came. They rolled through Pittsburgh a year ago. But what did you think of the crew when you dropped by the house? I didn't know there were that many people. That was the big surprise to me. There were like 30 people there. I was like, oh, my gosh. I walked in because the front door was open. So yeah. I so Lydia and I walk in and I'm just kind of like and immediately the first person that I saw I had never seen before. He must work for John Boy in some way. And he just goes, Stephen, how's it going, man? So good to have you here. And I'm like, it's great that you know who I am, because if I just if you were just like, who's that guy? Why are you here? You know, like because I walked in like, oh, I don't know where to go. I don't know who to talk to. But everybody was so nice and welcoming. Oh, my gosh. I loved it. And I love it's like a big kid playground. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. That's the, the kind of stuff I love. Yeah. The house oh, was, my gosh. Yeah. And you do, I'll give you credit. You, we ran you right through the ringer. You did the, uh, the pitch and putt. You did the Chris Rose trivia show, which will be coming out at some point, uh, later on this year. Um, I don't think you tried blitz ball. Did you? No, no, there was no blitz ball going on when I was there. Okay. Yeah. Good. Cause I was I'm thinking to myself, my God, that's not where he injured his triceps. Was it Jesus? No, but you did a bunch of other stuff. And Lydia is a trooper, man. Cause that sometimes it's not easy. Like you're going into something and you, but man, she could hang. I loved it. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's, she's as good as talking shit as anybody I've ever met. She wow. doesn't, she doesn't do it all that often. She picks her spots, but when she gets, I mean, she's, she's on it. She's quick. Baseball is back. And so it is time for what you to take care of yourself. Courtesy of manscaped.com. Use the code word Rose right now. You're going to get 20% off of your order plus free shipping. That's right. It is time to take care of yourself for that someone special in your life. And it's a full bore attack. It starts with what? The lawnmower 4.0 trimmer. I've been talking about this thing. I just went on a great trip with my wife, had to clean myself up, make sure I was feeling good. And believe me, I'm nice and clean. On top of that, we got the weed whacker. That's for your ear and nose hair. I'm a guy that's got all sorts of problems with that. How many times have I told you, Michelle, walk on over and she looks at me. I'm like, really? Again? She's like, yeah, go take care of that thing with the weed whacker, please. On top of that, we got the crop preserver. It's the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer and the crop reviver spray on toner for your balls. So go take care of yourself. In addition, April is also Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. So Manscaped has partnered with the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness. Did you know that in men ages 15 to 30, it is the most common form of cancer? So what you got to do is you come out of the shower, you got to check yourself occasionally. It's really important. And if something doesn't feel right, please go see your doctor today because the life you might save could be your own. So once again, this is all about manscaped.com. Code word Rose. You'll get 20% off your offer and free shipping. So you had to go in the big old MRI tube, which most people have never had an MRI. I've had a few of them. Uh, I've had a few. Hey, I have. I've had a couple. Um, I am also very claustrophobic. Oh, that's a problem. But for some reason, I am able to hit the zone of the MRI tube because the MRI tube is like this close to you yeah, right. and they put you all the way in. They put you all the way in. So there's no, you know, but what'd no you get, what'd you get looked at? I had a little bit of a head issue. They <laughs> to see if I had a brain. Got <laughs> to check if I actually had a brain in my head. Came back inconclusive. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, I had to do that. And uh, for some, first of all, it's loud as shit in there. There's that pounding. Like we can't figure out how to do this where there's no, it sounds like they're taking a jackhammer right outside the tube. Okay. It's actually funny. You say that I was, while I was in the tube today, I was thinking I need to do research on the MRI machine because I need to figure out where it came from, when it started, who invented it. Obviously, these things are worth so much money because they're massive and they can take they take pictures that are so specific, but there's no cameras. So it's like X-ray technology mixed with like sound waves or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. So I think the sound might be actually necessary. Like when you get an ultrasound and it needs to have, you know, that's what it's doing is putting sound waves in. But if you get like, they have like mega ultrasounds that actually you can hear the sound it makes because the sound waves are actually audible to us. So maybe that's what an MRI does, but I have no idea. So I'm also talking on my ass and uh, could be completely wrong. Do you listen to music in there or is it something else? I don't listen to anything. What do you mean? I, I go ear, ear, earbuds, you know, like no, no headphones, just earplugs. That's what I'm looking for. Really? Yeah. Earplugs. And I usually fall asleep. You fall asleep with that thing? Oh, absolutely. No problem. I, I got it from my dad. I can fall asleep anywhere. I can probably fall asleep right now sitting in this chair. Well, please don't. I know that people think I'm boring as shit. Please do not add to that. <laughs> You're not that boring. Please. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was it, whatever. Dude, MRI, getting MRIs done is, is the ultimate, like, you know, it's kind of like a nail in the coffin kind of thing. And it's very coffin-like, so it's very fitting, where it's just like, I'm not going to be playing for a while. If you're getting MRI, you're, not, you're probably not playing for a while. When can you throw? Hopefully soon. It's like soon, soon, but it's depending on the results of this MRI. Oh, okay. Yeah. Should I call for him right now? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get a live. Wouldn't that be great? I could call. I'd be like, yeah, I'm calling for Stephen Brault's MRI results. Um, who, who is this, Stephen? No, he's my co-host of the Chris he's Rose actually, Rotation. He's uh, actually with me right now on, on the show. Um, <laughs> but he has fallen asleep, so I'm yeah. calling for him. But I'm I swear he's there. But he looks so peaceful. I can't wake him up. Um, I saw on your social media this offseason that you and Lydia went to Disneyland. Yeah. I don't believe we've talked about that. Are you a big amusement park guy? No. No, I, 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 that was probably the first time I've been to Disneyland and I would say probably 10 years, something mm. like that. Um, is but, she, huh? Is she a big, I mean, how would we decide on this? It was just one of those things. It was like, we should go to Disneyland. They had that new Star Wars, you know, thing oh, yeah. that they opened up and I'm a huge Star Wars fan. So that was one of the main reasons. Actually, my brother is a much bigger amusement park guy than me. And he went when Star Wars opened and he was just like hitting me with, you have to go. You have to go check it out. It's so cool. So Star Wars-y. I like Disneyland. I don't really care about the rides, if we're going to be honest. I, I like the rides for, you know, sentimental value from when I was like a little kid. I don't really care about rides. I just think Disneyland is so amazing at making you feel like you're in like a magical kingdom. You are somewhere else. You know what I mean? Like every different section of the park is so perfectly well done. And even the new Star Wars section, you walk in, you feel like you're in a Star Wars movie. It is so amazing. 
everybody like all of the even the trash cans are all themed like they all look correct there's nothing out of place and all of the people who work there are in character the whole time they're wearing star wars clothes if you say something about like they won't say this costs 21 dollars. they'll say this costs 21 credits like in star wars so everything so if you try to say for example i want to get one of those little baby yoda plush toys right mm-hmm. so i so i asked can i get one of those baby yodas and the guy looked at me and was like well that's not his name and i was like you're right sorry his name is grogu can i get one of the grogus and he's like yes yes you can and i was like i like you guy i love that stuff i love that stuff that's why the rides that i like the most are usually like indiana jones um what are the other ones like uh, Pirates of the Caribbean? The ones are not even like crazy rides. They're just so yeah. in it. And we did go to that bar as well. There's a bar in the Star Wars area that is like oh. you have to sign up for and go to. That's that's not this. It's inside. And it is a oh. Star Wars bar. There's a droid up on the thing playing music. And there's, you know, once again, everybody that works there is all in Star Wars-ville. It's so cool. Yeah. Man, by the way, you just paid your entire minor league check for those two drinks that we just saw. Yeah, well, this isn't me. I don't know what this is. Oh, okay. So don't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Rob has just found us somewhere. That's what makes him the best producer in the biz. Just to give you some context. Thank you, Rob. Rob is Thank just, for- lo- he just typed in, Disneyland Star Wars, give me something really quick. And then click, luckily, it's a good video and not a video yeah. that we have to edit out later. So uh, Brady, our youngest, who's in high school, went when this pretty much when the star Wars thing, you know, I wouldn't say opened up, but it was still relatively new. And we picked him up from a friend's house and he got in the car. He goes, dad, that was the best thing I've ever done. (laughs) It was so cool. I said, he said, I can't explain it, but it's like, you're in the middle of this ride and people are chasing you and stuff. Is that what's happening? Like there's people that are like other, other vehicles. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's, you know, they have a few, they have two different rides there. They have the smugglers run and then the main one. I don't even remember what the main one is called, but they're both like the, the main one is basically like an evolution of the Indiana Jones ride where you're on a track, but it feels like you're in a Jeep getting tossed around going through all this stuff. So it's like that, but it feels like you're on like a a speeder ship, you know? Mm -hmm. Got it. So it's, uh, I mean, it's impressive stuff, but we were there for eight hours. We probably went on five or six rides the entire time and yeah. most of the time we just spent walking around and taking in everything i mean it was you're a big people watcher aren't you and we watched we were this has to be like a coincidence but we were in front of like the the castle right and so we were taking pictures and stuff and there's this guy videotaping a girl doing like a tiktok dance right and this is at like noon and she's doing these dances, whatever, and he's video. And then they would look at it together and then they would, you know, try it again. We came back like five hours later and they were still doing it. So there's, I seriously doubt they were doing it the entire time, but, but maybe I don't have any proof that they weren't, but they were really into it. I mean, they were really, the TikTok dance. They were not like the simple ones. I mean, she was doing full on dances. She just had headphones in. So she, she couldn't like, Nobody else could hear the music that she's listened to. And she's just dancing like a crazy person by herself in front of the castle. And it's just like, good for you. The hustle, I respect. I, I couldn't do it myself, but good for you. Not a dancer, huh? We know you're a singer, not a dancer. 
um, and not a, I can, I can follow around, you know, tell me what to do. I, I can do a pretty good job. That's why like we go to like line dancing bars or two-step bars, whatever those are called. Okay. Halfway through the song, I, I've got, I've got it. You know, I can follow yeah. good follower sheep. I'm a sheep. By the way, good thing you did not follow us out that night that we went out. Oh yeah. Bad night. huh? Well, yeah. You texted me the next day. You were like, uh, you're like a college kid again. Just like, oh, I can't do anything. I'm Dude, so hungover. I, I guess they call it an Irish goodbye. I didn't know that's what it was, but I, I kind of snuck out. I just, we were throwing back a few, a few heavy shots and yeah. from bar to bar, and I was like, oh my god, I, I can't do this anymore. So I ordered up an Uber. Yep, that's the out. Irish goodbye. We've yeah. all done it. Yeah, it's the best way to leave anything. Really, it's it's the best way. They don't have to say bye to everybody. I don't need to have this conversation at the end of the night. I'm just, I'm out. See you guys. It I'll give the rest of the me. crew. I'll give you the rest of the crew credit. They hung, they hung um, for a couple hours longer. I just couldn't, I had to tap out. I had had enough. Hey man, you look, you're doing great for yourself. All right. You don't look 50. All right. You don't. But the truth is you're 50, man. That's going to catch up with you faster than it's going to catch up with the 30-year-olds. It's true. I was hanging I, for a while. Yeah, I, I'm sure you did a great job. I know you. Yeah. You have a lot of stick to even when it comes to drinking. I'm sure that applies. <laughs> what is happening, baseball fans? It's time to step up to the plate with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $200 in free bets if they do. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, you can still take a swing at Stacks of Green with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Baseball Contests. New customers can play for free for thousands in prizes with their first deposit. Pick a lineup of two pitchers and eight batters while staying under the salary cap and rack up points in hits, runs, strikeouts, and more. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code ROSE and bet just $5 to win $200 in free bets if your team wins their game. That's promo code ROSE at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. 21 plus restrictions apply. MLB trademarks used with permission. See show notes for details. And back to the show. Did you watch the Grammys last week? Well, no. I, I, I don't care to watch celebrities pat each other on the back about how great they are. No, I don't watch that stuff. Sorry. I want to rephrase that. I don't watch that shit. Grammys, Oscars. I don't need that in my life. It's stupid. I thought maybe you would watch the Grammys for performances. No. Mm -hmm. Still no interest. No interest. No interest. I have no interest in, in, in that. I can't, I can't get behind it. I never have been able to. I'll, um, I don't even, honestly, I don't care about the Grammys because I think the, the Grammys do things so strangely where it'll be like best rock album and like, you know, somebody who's such barely technically on the verge of rock music can, can be in that category and win it. So I don't like that, you know? It's just not me. And it's just popular music. So who's to say that the best rock album is this super popular album when actually it's garbage music, but it got really popular. That's I just uh, meh, 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 meh. Oscars, I won't watch it, but I'll go look at, you know, what won afterwards, because I, I am interested in what won. I just don't want to watch it. I don't like I said, four hours of people going, oh, I just you're so great. You're so amazing. Look at us. Look how rich and successful we are. I don't need that. 
you would not do well in Los Angeles. And I hate Los Angeles. <laughs> I hate it. I've always hated LA. I, I the amount of the amount of ego in LA is it, it's amazing that it fits in LA. You know, like you'd think that it would expand so much that it would just the city would become even bigger and it would just take over San Diego. Thank God it doesn't. So I've lived out here for 22 and a half years or so. Mm-hmm. And I, I could live here the rest of my life and I will never call it home. Never. Yeah, it's not home. It's, it's, it's where I live. Um, and I will say this, there are endearing parts of it. I love the fact that you could be at the water or be at the mountains, uh, neither of which I take full advantage of. I love it that there's every type of person from the world out here. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. I think that's great. But there's a lot of it that is. Well, but those two fun. things you listed are also both San Diego. So just go to San oh, Diego. Oh, I'm with you. Man. I'm with you. I, I love San Diego. I love going to visit our oldest son there. I, I just have, I, I, I've never liked LA. It's so funny. People, you know, when you meet somebody new, like in a baseball team and, and you say, oh yeah, I'm from San Diego. They go, oh yeah, I'm from, I'm from the LA area. I'm from somewhere. Right. And they just expect you to know where it is. Like, I don't know all the neighborhoods in LA, the, 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 the little individual towns in LA. I went there like four times growing up and it was always to go to a Dodgers game and come back down. That was it. We only went to LA for Disneyland, Dodgers games, I'm sure there was some other reason. I went up there to record my album, mm. um, but I was in Glendale and I stayed away from, you know, Beverly Hills and Hollywood and everything. Just uh, blech. So much blech about LA. It's a good description. Blech is good. Yeah. Okay. But I have some friends who live in LA and absolutely love it. And more power to you. You know, it's fine. Everybody has their preferences. It's like New York. Some people love, love New York. And every time we go play there, I'm like, how do people live here? It's really? Just you, just, so, you can't handle it, huh? So so constrained, so small. You and, you and Miggy Rowe are the same exact way. He's, he can't stand He's got to make three trips there a year with the Marlins, and he can't stand it. Yeah, I don't know. I just think it's it just seems so constricted. And, and the funny thing is, I actually really like living. I like living near stuff. I like being walkable from places. It's one of my... One of the things I loved about our house in San Diego here, we're not, but we're an eight minute drive. So it's not bad, but like in New York, it's a different level. I mean, and also we're talking about if you just put everything together, price of living and, you know, just the quality of places that you live, unless you have a ton of money, it's just going to be crap. And I don't want to do that. You know, I'd rather live in a nicer place than somewhere that is not necessarily like the place to be i want you to live in chicago the worst way it is it's like my favorite city may through october it is yeah. such a great place. i've always loved visiting chicago because it's not as constricted the the difference is like if you drive when you you know go through chicago when you get near wrigley and you like the wrigleyville area it is an older area so the roads are uh-huh. smaller but like when it comes to the actual like big city part of chicago i mean you're on like big big roads you know it's not it's not tiny where buses are struggling to get through and like you know what i mean it's just not as hectic i guess Mm -hmm. is the way i would describe it i love chicago i am really excited to live there 
And I'm excited that I get to avoid the parts where it gets to negative 40 degrees. I will, I don't think I would like that that much. No, not at all. Did you, so what are you guys going to, what? Did you, where did you live before LA? Atlanta. I worked at CNN for three years from 96 through 99. That was Atlanta. Michelle, how was it? Yeah. I actually appreciated it more after I left. It was a, uh, it was a big city that was really growing. Mm-hmm. growing 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 i lived out near where the new uh ballpark is yeah and that, that wasn't area. like super built up right it's being built no. up around the ballpark now it's ridiculous yeah like it was just there's a thing called the perimeter 285 it's the freeway that circles the city it's like yeah. 60 miles it's huge mm-hmm. but it takes you all the way around the city and um the northwest quadrant is where the braves ballpark is it's all the way yeah. out in the burbs now so I mean, but I liked it. I used to golf. This is pre-kids. Michelle and I got married while I lived there in 97. And I golfed a couple times a week. Michelle was uh, doing some teaching and some other stuff. And all good. Sounds good. Sounds nice. I like the land when we go there. We don't really, we don't really stay. We didn't stay like in the city. We stayed a little bit outside of the city. So I didn't really get too much experience with it, but. Um. I do want to ask you about uh, Brian Reynolds. His name has been bandied about in trade talk for a while. For people that aren't familiar with how good this guy is. He's, is he- a, he's a genuine star. Like, he is. If you just, just look at his numbers from last year, the guy hit 302 with 24 homers and 90 RBIs in one of the lower productive offenses in baseball. He's a legitimate star. He's also fast. He's good in the outfield. He has a good arm. He's smart. I mean, he's knowledgeable about the game. He's a switch hitter. He does everything really well. The the like when people talk about a five star five tool player, you know, I feel like it it often. I think the the point of that phrase that it has become is like Mike Trout, right? So he is the five star player which means he's amazing at everything. Brian Reynolds is like just the tier below that. He's good at everything. And I would say he's a great hitter, but he's still five, five tool. He does it all. Um, he's, he's really impressive. He's, he's all like, since he first came up, he had a little down near the, the COVID year, but a lot of people did. Um, the last year he tore it up and I mean, I, I don't see why he wouldn't tear it up again. But it'll be interesting because I know there's been trade talks and, and they were also talking about doing maybe signing to an extension, but that never came to fruition. Then they got Cabrine on the extension today. Um, I would think that they're, they have to still throw some tries at it, I would think, but we'll see. Except that they took him to arbitration for a difference of 650 grand. Like that is your star, man. You know, I understand the business side of this shit, but man, really? Like, you, how about you say, you know what? We'll come up by 450000 Will you take that? Like, yeah. right? Doesn't it make sense? I don't know. Seems, seems like it to me, but, but what do I know? I'm, I'm ignorant in the dealings of the business of baseball. I've unfortunately learned a lot about it, um, but that's mostly because, you know, that, that middle ground of player, that that I am like it's there's a lot of interesting workings that go on in baseball that people don't really know about um and it kind of it can kind of kill the fun sometimes 
you know, um, because you realize that this is a business, you know, um, and when you're a kid, when you imagine playing the big leagues, you just imagine playing in the big leagues. You don't think about all the other stuff that goes around, around it, you know? Um, but yeah, no, I, sorry, going back to Brian, he's an incredible player and I'm, I'm excited to see, I, if they trade him away, that would be a very sad day for Pittsburgh, a really sad day because I don't see, I, I, it's hard for me to see why they wouldn't, but they've never done it before. The, the biggest deal they ever gave was Kutch and it was like $81 million. Yep. And Brian Reynolds is worth more than that. So mm-hmm. it's going to be, I don't, I just don't see him doing it. I don't either. That's, and that's just sad. It's just sad. Pittsburgh has a legitimate star that they're not going to get to appreciate the way that they should. The only reason they got to appreciate Kutch is because he took a deal that was considered, you know, not good for his level of play. He wanted an MVP making like $7 million a year. It's crazy. Interesting. Uh, I think I've played two truths in a lie with you, right? Probably at some point. Yeah. So I'm going to say three statements about you as a baseball player. Two are true. One is a lie. And I have to guess which one is the lie. You have to find the lie. Okay. Stephen Brault has more than 20 big league hits. Stephen Brault has pitched in 28 of the 30 stadiums. Stephen Brault has his best career ERA when Elias Diaz is catching him. I know which one is the lie. It's too easy. The stadium one is the lie. Why do you say that's too easy? Well, because I know for a fact that I've pitched in every National League stadium. And I also know for a fact that I have not played in many other, many American League stadiums. I also know that I have like 33 hits or something like that. Well, you, you, I think you have 23 hits. 23 hits. You had 14 in 2019. Yeah. 14 hits in a year. Well, they're using me as a pinch hitter, so it. it that doesn't I mean you're going to get hits. That's true. You had an That's almost eight hundred OPS. Well, that was that was when I was going to go to the the two way thing. Do you remember that? Do you remember that? You don't remember that. What are you talking about? At the end of nineteen, I had my end of season meeting with Clint Hurdle, Neil Huntington, was we want you to go hit this off season and come back and be like a replacement outfielder and like pinch hit more often kind of thing. So not like like Michael Lorenzen. Yeah. Like Michael Lorenzen, not a full two-way player, but yeah, like the Mike Lorenzen kind of thing. And then COVID happened and then they changed the 26 man roster. Then they super expanded the rosters because of COVID and it was just, they were just like, never mind. We don't need it anymore. What a bummer. I know. It was going to happen. It was It was in the – it came out. They said it. They said it to the media that I was going to do that. You could have been Shohei before Shohei. Well, let's not get crazy. Um, I don't know if I would – he hits for a lot of power. He's a very, very large man. I'm not. I'm a little man. <laughs> But yeah, no, that was a real thing. That was a real thing. I actually, it's funny. I went to, you know, every now and then when I, when you can't pitch, you want to see yourself pitch, right? Like, Hey, remember when you used to do this thing? That was pretty fun. 
Um, and so I'll go like watch a, an old game of mine or something. Always one where I do well. I'm not going to watch myself suck. That would be no fun. Um, but, but yeah. And, and so when I like typed it in to, to search that it like that news story came up, so it's not hard to find. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. My, yes. my career could have gone very differently. Look at that. There it is. Can Steven Brault become a two-way player in 2020? See, I'm not making these things up. And I was really, I was so excited. Oh my gosh. There he is. There's Michael Lorenzo. Yeah. yeah. God, this is fascinating. All right. I think my favorite um, comments though, were the ones that were like, pirates are so cheap that instead of going to sign another player, they're just going to turn this guy into a sort of hitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, I didn't look at it like that. That's kind of sad. Dude, you could rake. You could rake. You could swing it. I love every bit of it. I Thanks, think that's man. Fantastic. That's really good. Thanks. Um, all right. You want to spin the wheel of moderately interesting things? I'd love to. So since we passed the 100-episode plateau, and by the way, thank you very much for your contribution over the last year. Oh, hey, I, you know, sorry, can I say something really quick about that? By all means. You know, when we, when, when you first started this, um, when when you you called me one day in the off season like whatever a year ago and you were like hey i have this idea can you tell me if it sucks <laughs> do you remember this phone call we had we talked for like yes. an hour yeah and i still think about that phone call sometimes because i was like i don't know why chris would ask me if i thought it was a good idea when he's already got like john boy media saying it's a good idea i feel like that's a much more valuable opinion in this sort of thing but i appreciated it a lot and we well, talked about a lot of things like how we would do it how many players should you have like that kind of yeah. stuff I, I like knowing that i was a part of you know some sort of part of creation of this but also what i think is really cool is the fact that it has gotten this far who knew who knew we'd get over who 100 knew? episodes that's awesome oh and and you know what people are they were like well you're going to change up the rotation the nice thing when I talk to all of you guys in the off season, obviously with Archie Bradley, you know, things, things didn't mm -hmm. work out and I fully respect him. It's, I have no, there's no beef. Right. Life gets in the way. You guys were doing this on your time and giving listeners a, a peek inside of what it's like to be a major league baseball player. And we talk about a bunch of other things. So, um, but all you guys wanted to come back, which is awesome. You yeah. Know, that means. But I loved how during the off season, you had a lot of, like non-rotation mm -hmm. players come out. I thought that was awesome. I, I watched yeah. a lot of them. I thought they're really interesting. Yeah. And by the way, we're going to continue to do that. I like to try and pair you guys up with people, whether you know them or you don't know them. And I'm going to continue. Right. It's just sometimes schedules don't align in this wild baseball world that we're in. And we made an announcement today that we have filled out the rotation with Austin Hedges of my Cleveland Guardians. Yeah. My, my buddies are really excited about that. You know, the former Padre great Austin Hedges. Yes. Yeah. He is very funny. He is very much all over the place, but in a really good way. Love that. Yeah. And I think it's nice to have a catcher too, because it's kind of the uh, oh, intermediary be between the pitching and the everyday player world, if you will. The guys that just do an unbelievable amount of work is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And so they, never get to, they never get to take BP. <laughs> they're always they, don't. they don't. Well, they, they do, you know, but a lot of times they're like doing stuff, you know, they have like stuff they have to do, especially in spring training. Got it. Okay. Um, so I've got a bunch of new categories here. Hopefully I can remember them, what they, uh, what they all are, but here right. we go. 
Feeling good. Okay. Wow, Chris. You're the first one to get that. That's uh, really screwed up, man. Why is that? Because I'm not playing. I'm not feeling good. <laughs> but it has nothing to do. It it doesn't say, tell me how your triceps is doing. Then That's I'm not what it said. That one? Is that what we're doing? That was a Tommy Edmonds walkout song for a while. I don't know if it still is. Oh. Okay. Um, feeling good is uh, what is the one beauty product when you're getting all dialed up? Mm. Someplace to go that is a must for you. Okay. I, I don't really. I'm bad at this. So my hair is naturally very curly. So if I put stuff in it, it just ends up becoming. So this is actually nothing. There's nothing in there. This is just, okay. so I don't do too much hair stuff. I don't wear cologne. Deodorant is probably, if we're to be actual, like real deodorant. Like I, I use Fiji <laughs> Old Spice deodorant and it smells great. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best we could do here. And then the other one is lotion. Cause I get really, really dry skin and especially it really shows up on my tattoos. If I don't lotion myself. So I lotion a lot. Does that, I mean, does that count? That's all I have. Absolutely. It does. I don't ever use lotion. And my wife is like, how is it that your skin is still so soft? If you don't lotion yourself, I said, honey, put the lotion in the basket. Give me the damn dog. Give me the damn dog. Or have you seen her? She's a kind of a big fat girl. Uh, you know, she's about a size 14. You're too good at that, man. For all the young listeners who don't know what we're doing, good. Um, <laughs> here's, here's the other thing I, I always have, always have with me is um, Cool Rush Barbasol can. Barbasol. Barbasol. Yeah, that stuff. I love Barbasol. It's my favorite. I, it, honestly, it's my favorite. It's the smoothest shave. I use it every day. Wait a second. So you foam up? You don't use the gel that turns into? Wow, really? You're like that's like old school. Yeah. Well, I use. I mean, I'm, I'm going to when I have like, like this is still a rental house, you know. When we have like our house and I have my bathroom, I am going to have a real razor. Like you know, like barbers have, like a whoa, real whoa, razor. like a straight blade. Yeah. Yeah. Oh come on! I no have a way. leather strap that I'm. No, the only guys that can use that are cartoon characters because they do it and then the growth immediately grows back. And then and then I'll have one of those, I want one of those little puffy things that you put the shaving cream on like that, you know? One of the little brushes? Yeah, yeah. I want the whole, I want a beautiful shaving setup because that's the only thing I do consistently. I shave, if not every day, every other day. How, why? It is the most annoying thing ever. Ever. I remember my dad telling me, I was like, dad, when am I? Cause I was kind of a late bloomer. Mm. When am I going to like get whiskers full? He's like, Chris, you don't want them. It's such a pain in the ass to shave every day. And I can't believe you do it. My dad shaves every morning. Like he's, and he has like an, one of those razors where you like replace the razor blade, you know? Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. We, most of us have it. Well, I just use like the, the Gillette one blade once. Oh. And, and man, look at this. I'm, I don't have any, I can tell from here. Yeah, this is, I like having a clean shaven face. It feels nice. feels nice. And I actually like shaving during the off season. It's kind of annoying. Cause like I'm at home and it's not, but at the, when I'm at the fields and I have hours, 
I always shave. Interesting. I shave only when I know I'm going to be on camera for something where they definitely don't want to, you know, here at John boy, I could have stubble, not have stuff. They don't care about that stuff. But if I'm doing NFL network, if I'm doing battle bots, I'm always shaving. Or if it's date night with Michelle and I, you know, something's on the horizon. Yeah. What's your clone of choice? I know you're a clone guy. hundred percent. So <laughs> I have a cologne, which I don't think they make anymore, but it was my favorite one called sacred wood. <laughs> please tell me that it, every time you put it on you said babe i'm gonna give you this sacred wood tonight yeah it, oh yes yes I, you know i mean come on i was like uh that's right poppy's bringing the sacred wood <laughs> out with him tonight yes that's but, amazing i want that i want that i don't care how it smells i want it so we would go you know we'd go out with several couples like our dear dear friends and they would, you know, I'd give them a hug and Lisa would always be like, you always smell so great. And then Heather would be like, Chris, you smell so good. Can you tell Randy what that is? And I'd be like, oh my God, this is incredible. You know, Sacred like, wood. Yeah. No joke. Yeah, <laughs> well, was. I, uh, I, I used to use cologne a little bit more, but I uh, just like, for me, it's like a, it's specifically like a go out thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like fancy yeah, night out. Well, that's all it is for me. I mean, I got to be honest, like my shower over under per week is like three and a half right now. Just at this point, I. Sorry, is that bad? I think I could smell you from here. I was wondering what that was. <laughs> yeah, bring it. I shower. I mean, twice a day, usually. No, I, I shower more than that. I it's do. OK, man. You don't have to walk back on your statement now. It's fine. <laughs> you gremlin you ogre you disgusting creature you well i think our time is done yeah, i uh, i am rooting for a successful return of the mri thank you me too and then uh and, and let's think that since you do have some you'll have some time so i think that you'll yeah i mean obviously you'll, you'll have your rehab work to do and whatever you've got but give me one of those damn ploof things the the what? daily the, the 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 Instagram live thing you do or whatever. Oh wait, you want to come on baseball today? You you that was one of our challenges like months That's ago. True. You're right. And we and we've right. never done it, but now that baseball's back, you know what? I'm gonna make a deal with you. Okay. So we shoot that every morning at about 8:30 Pacific time. Okay. okay? Now, I know you'll probably be busy most days, but Ploof is going on a little bit of a trip somewhere. Ooh, I need people to fill in. Hit me up. I'm down. I figured out. I can make it work. I'll do it at the Cubs clubhouse if I have to. It's 25 minutes. All you need is Zoom. I have, I have Zoom on all of my devices. Okay. This is going to be great. I yeah. think people would love to hear you on baseball today. I'd love to do it. Let's do it. Okay. Oh, I love it. All right. Well, listen. Um, it's always good to see you smiling. I appreciate just seeing you and hanging out with you and all that sort of stuff and hearing about your trips to Disneyland and the fact that you all you wear is deodorant and you know, this is what makes you you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I love hearing that you only shower three and a half times a week on average. I said it that's the over under. I would take the over. I would a lot. Hammer the under, folks. <laughs> I got to tell you, I am a little ripe right now because I just haven't had time today. 
So it's, it's right. been a long day. I might be and, a little bit yeah. too. The MRI machine was pretty toasty in there today. A little warm. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. You might have to get that third shower in. Hose <laughs> off afterwards. It's... That's one thing. I mean, I have to shower right after I get off an airplane. Or... Oh, absolutely. It's disgusting. You feel so right. gross. Yeah. Like when you would land at like 3 a.m. somewhere on a road trip, isn't the first thing you would do hop in the shower before you go to bed? Oh, yeah. Quick hose down. I also a lot of times just wouldn't go to bed. Pardon me? Yeah. Yeah. Like if, if we like when I was in the minor leagues and we'd get in at like four in the morning, I just wouldn't go to sleep. I could just get coffee, set up my room, play some video games. What if you were pitching? Well, obviously, if I was pitching, I wouldn't do that. Sleep for like an hour. You are an interesting Thank you. Uh, tell Lydia hello for us, please. She's upstairs. Well, just tell her hi. Okay. Her okay. Uh, always awesome catching up with the one and only Stephen Brault. Special shout out to our producer extraordinaire, Robbie Chiracco. I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time here on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of Cowboy Media and presented to you by SeatGeek.